0: Hey, goal achievers, welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. This is Hal Elrod, and I'm excited for our conversation today. Is it a conversation? I can't hear you talking back to me, so I don't know if that counts as a conversation, but I like to think that talking with you more than talking at you, at least that's how I feel. I don't know how it feels for you, but today I want to talk about focusing on improving the most important area of your life. And I am not going to tell you what the most important area of your life is. I don't mean it in that context where I'm going to say this is the most important area of your life to improve. What I'm talking about is you choosing the single most important area of your life that you feel right now needs the most attention and focusing the next 30 days on that area. You may have seen I posted in the Miracle Morning community Facebook group, and then sent an email last week, I think, yeah, last week, for this Miracle Morning Mission for May 30-Day Challenge. And this is something that, like, a general idea has been kind of brewing in my mind for a week or so, and yeah, I just, I woke up the other day, it was last uh, Thursday, and I go, okay, it's, tomorrow's May 1st. And I thought, there's no better time than, there's never a better time than now, right? It's always the best time is now. But I thought, there's no better time than May 1st to start a thir- brand new Miracle Morning 30-Day Challenge. And I shouldn't say us. First, it was me. It was like, I'm going to start a 30-Day Challenge. And I, for me personally, I, I kind of, the way I view life and leadership and contribution in, in what's been most effective for me is leading by example, right? So, I think for all of us, If you're a parent, if you're a CEO, leading by example is the most effective way to lead versus, you know, barking orders and shouting, you should do this. You know, like if my kids are behaving a certain way and I'm going, you should not be, you know, why are you yelling at your brother? Stop yelling at your brother. And then I'm like, wait, I'm yelling at my daughter to stop yelling at her brother. (laughs) Like, I am definitely not leading by example. So uh, I think leading by example is the best way. So for me, when I went, oh, wait, I'm going to do a 30 day challenge for May." I've got to invite our community and listeners of the podcast to do a 30 day challenge for me. Now you're listening to this. I know it's May 6th. If you're listening to this live, so we're six days into May and you might be going, well, uh, I missed the, you know, I didn't, I didn't see the email or, you know, on, cause I sent the email out on April 30th. So the day before May 1st to invite you to the challenge, you might say, I missed that email or I didn't get started or I put it off, whatever. The timing is often most often arbitrary, right? The best time, like I said, to start is always now. So whether or not you already started the Miracle Morning Mission for May 30-Day Challenge, which I'll explain what that is, whether you already started it or you haven't yet, don't worry. By the end of today's podcast episode, I'd love for you to follow. I'm going to give you some simple steps that I posted about in the Facebook group, sent in the email, but I want to talk you through them now. So if you're already doing the challenge, this hopefully will enhance that and you'll get some some new insights that will help you, some reminders that you might have read. You know, I know for me, I read something and then once I'm done reading it, I often forget what I read just about as fast as, you know, as I'm done reading it. And so, for me, hearing reminders, getting some repetition is is really important. Now, the 30-Day Challenge, it is really simple in its its essence, which is it's about choosing one area of your life that you feel is the most important to focus on improving right now, could be an area that you just want to improve. Maybe you've always wanted to improve it, or it might be an area that you're really struggling in. Maybe you lost your job or your clients have, you know, you've lost clients. Your business is hurting from the COVID pandemic. Maybe your marriage is in a rough place. Maybe your health isn't where you want it to be, right? So for everybody, it it could be different. Of course, there's going to be a lot of commonality and some overlap, but the idea is to choose one area of your life right now that you want to improve most, and it doesn't mean that you're going to neglect the other areas. I'll get to that in a second, but choose one area and then focus your Miracle Morning savers, all six of the savers, on that area during the month of May, and that'll become your mission for May. And I want to follow up on what I just said, which is choosing one area for your 30-day challenge doesn't mean that you will neglect other areas of your life. It just means that you'll leverage the power of concentrated focus to improve in an area that is very important to you right now. And I'm going to share my area so you have an example to go off of here a little bit later in the podcast and you may have heard me say this, it's been a while since I said this, but I've definitely said this a few times, which is to live your life in 30-day challenges. And I haven't been perfect at this for sure. I've gone in and out of this where I'll do this for a few months and then I'll forget and get distracted and sidetracked or have a big project come up and that takes my attention away and then I'll go, oh, I haven't done a 30-day challenge in a while. But here's the idea. Living your life in 30-day challenges means that what if every 30 days you chose one area of your life to hyper-focus on, to leverage the power of concentrated effort and energy and attention in one area of your life, and if every month you focused on making significant improvements in that one area? Well, at the end of the year, of course, that's 12 areas that you really dove deep for a period of 30 days each. That's a lot of time dedicated to improving one area. And change takes time, for sure, right? Change takes time, but it doesn't take that much time. I think that we often get, we create unnecessary overwhelm, in creating this perception that, oh, I feel so far off from making these changes I want, or I've tried and I've failed, or it feels like it's such an uphill battle to improve my marriage, or or, I've been uh, so unhappy for so long. In fact, here's something that I realized, that this is specific to happiness or joy, as Chip Franks talks a lot about difference being happiness is fleeting, he said, Chip says, and joy uh, is an everlasting state of being. I think it's kind of semantics, but I see his point. But here's where I'm going with this. I realized that you can't change anything overnight, right? Right well, not anything, but most things, you can't snap your fingers, you can't change most things overnight. We'll use the example of, you know, if you're generally a happy person, a joyful person, or you're generally a depressed person, right? If you're depressed, you can't snap your fingers and completely shift, transform your emotional thermostat, if you will, your emotional well-being, kind of that thermostat, that resting point that you're stuck at, that you stay at on a daily basis and that you have for a long period of time, you probably are not going to be able to flip a switch and change that in 24 hours. You're not going to hear a motivational speech or read a book and, you know, and overnight have things change. But if you focus every day for 30 days on things that make you feel good. Things that you're grateful for, things that create emotional well-being, things that improve your biology, such as exercise, right? Releasing endorphins and, and dopamine and serotonin and various chemicals and neurotransmitters that actually will rewire your brain to feel happy. If you do that every single day for 30 days, you will be at a radically different place. You'll be a radically different version of yourself than you are right now. And in the same way, and I can tell you this from experience, if you are a generally happy, joyful, grateful person, you're probably not going to become depressed overnight, right? You have this this emotional thermostat. I forgot who originally I read it or who talked about that, but this emotional thermostat that you're kind of set at, and it's usually based on long periods of repetitive or repeated environmental factors. So if you grew up in a, you know a, a family or around people or if you or right now you spend time around people that are generally morose and mm-hmm. negative and complain and are down, right? Well then that that'll that you kind of become your environment. And so it's normal that you would become that way. And the point is that change changing any aspect of our being first of all, it begins with on the inside, right? It's always an inner change. It's changing our mindset before we change our behaviors, which then changes our results. But it starts with the shift and the, the upgrade, if you will, in our mindset. And so, I'm just encouraging you to realize that Thirty days from now, and in thirty days is an arbitrary number. It might be a week from now. You know, in two thousand eight, when the U.S. economy crashed, and you've heard me—I say, say this all the time, right—referencing Re- that time in my life when I created the Miracle Morning. But it was literally a matter of days before I went from feeling depressed and hopeless to happy and optimistic. It didn't take thirty days. It literally took a couple of days, and I talked about that in one of the recent podcast episodes. That it was, you know, the idea that one of the things that causes depression is losing hope. When you lose hope, damn, that's depressing, right? When you've lost hope that you can improve or that life is going to get better, when you've lost hope that that you can turn things around for yourself, well then that yeah, that's depressing. I don't care who you are. So once I had the hope, I did this, you know, this morning practice. I went, "Wow, I feel great doing this practice and I'm feeling better every day I do it." If I keep doing it, it's only a matter of time before I turn things around. And I remember pointing or going back to this Miracle Morning Mission for May 30-Day Challenge that I'm inviting you to participate in. The And again, it's choosing one area of your life, which is often hard for people because they go, I got, I got so many areas I want to improve, or I have so many areas that I'm challenged and that I'm struggling in that I need to make changes in. Um, great, you know, focus on one at a time. and. One of my good friends, you know, Jeff Woods is the president of The One Thing or the vice president of The One Thing based on the book by Gary Keller and uh, Jay Papasan. And of course, that book, you can tell by the title if you haven't read it, you know, it's about that true transformation comes from focusing on one thing at a time and not diverting your focus and your attention and your energy amongst too many things, which raise your hand. If you're guilty, I'm raising my hand. That when you focus on too many things, you, you typically make very little progress in any one of those things. And that was my breakthrough a couple of weeks ago with The Miracle Morning because I went, wait, why in, in 2008 The Miracle Morning transformed my life and you know I got over my depression and, and I doubled my income really quickly and why, why do I not, am I not seeing the same results as I did back then? And what I realized is my miracle morning is so advanced, if you will, and I don't even know if advanced is the right word. It's, it's really just a mess, <laughs> right? Like I've been doing it so long that I've got like dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of affirmations, pages and pages of affirmations. I've tried so many meditation practices that I'll switch them up every single day. The point is I'm not focusing on one strategy for an extended period of time for any of my savers. I'm not doing the same practice every day. I basically have let my ADHD, right? I've been diagnosed with ADHD and you can hang out with me for five minutes. You don't need a diagnosis or you listen to this podcast. You can probably tell most of my podcasts, right? I, I tend to bounce around a little bit. I've got my notes in front of me, so I try to keep coming back. But the point is my miracle morning is it's like a total ADHD miracle morning. I just bounce around. I will literally, during my miracle morning, here's another good example, I have, I got like 15 books on my bedside table that I'm reading, and I will read, at least I was, now I'm trying to narrow into one book at a time, but this is another example of how all of my savers were scattered. I was dispersing energy and attention amongst many different stimuli in the midst of any given saver. So, with my books, in a morning, I'll read three different books. You know, I'll read a little bit out of this one, a little bit of this one, a little bit of this one, and then the next day, I won't even read the same three books. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I might read one of the same, and then I'll grab another couple books off the nightstand and I'll read, how am I supposed to improve, right? Like, how are you supposed to make significant, meaningful improvements or changes in your life, right, without that focused, concentrated attention? And so, I'm I'm the poster child here raising my hand saying, that my miracle morning got off track. So, circling back to this miracle morning mission for May 30-day challenge, there's four simple steps, four simple steps. And number one is choose your mission for May right? I already mentioned that. It's choose that one area of your life that you feel is the most important to focus on improving right now. That could be your emotional well-being, right? To be happier, to experience more gratitude. That's mine this month, by the way. Mine this month is to be the happiest and the most grateful that I've ever been because over the last 12 months, that's the thing that's fallen off for me. Now, I can remember back in and. 11 i believe it was i was living in an apartment with my wife and our first daughter sophie who was just under 2 years old and i was so happy i was healthy i was my spirituality was i was so in touch with my spirituality and Essentially, all of my relationships were at a peak. Like if I was rating my every area of my life on a scale of one to ten, I was probably an eight or a nine in most areas. And then one day I had this breakthrough that my finances, and they were, they were at a good place, like they weren't bad but they were the one area where i would have rated them at maybe like a 5 you know i, I don't remember exactly what i would have rated them but but i wouldn't have, have given them a really high rating like every and i think that actually is what it was i think i did a wheel of life you know i filled out the wheel of life which i've done probably a dozen times in my life you know every year i usually fill out a wheel of life just going to check in on where am i at in each area of my life and if you don't know what a wheel of life is by the way it is in the miracle morning 30 day challenge workbook if you go to tmm Book, The Miracle Morning, TMM, TMMBook.com. You can download that. It's all the free resources. Anyway, I was doing a, a wheel of life, which essentially is, you know, picture a wheel and then it's divided into eight or 10 pizza slices, right? If you will, categories. And then, and one is, Physical health, one is your mental and emotional well being one is your relationships, one might be your significant other one maybe could be your as a parent one's your finances, one is your how much fun you're having, so it's these eight to ten areas of your life and when i when I filled that out, that's what I think it was I remember i I realized, wow, every area is really rating i'm rating really high right now I'm feeling really good about my life in almost every area, but then my finances. We were a lot lower, we're really low. And so, what I did is I went, wow, I invest a lot of time in all these other areas, which is why they're all doing great. And money was never that important to me, or at least that was a lie I told myself. Maybe I just, I, you know, I thought, oh, I'm not, I don't wanna be greedy. I don't wanna, you know, it's not all about money. It's there were all these beliefs from my childhood of money's the root of all evil. And, you know, I, I just wanna help people and I just wanna be happy and healthy. And, you know, if money comes as a result, great. But I realized that if I didn't focus on it, it wasn't going to get better. And so, in 2000, maybe it was 2009, I'm trying to remember what year it was. No, I think it was 11. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, I had this epiphany. Wow, the one area of my life that I need to focus my energy and attention on right now. I've, I've got all the other areas. All the wheels are spinning. You know, I'm feeling great in terms of every area of my life. Accept my finances. So that was my one thing. That was my one area. And so I took all my books. I was ADD back then, but I took all my books that I was reading on health and spirituality and you know all these different areas of my life. And I, I I put them all up on the shelf. And then I went through my books and I pulled out all the books on on money, on manage. You know, I think and I think at that time I read two books. I read Total Money Makeover, which was basically how to you know, how to live below your means and be smart with the money that you have, how to protect the money you have. And then I read, I don't remember which book it was, but I, it was, I chose a book on making more money, right? So maybe it was a growing my business. I don't remember which book it was. Might've been CJ Hayden, Get Clients Now for Coaching. I'm not sure, but the point was I focused on income, kind of like I had in 2008 and my income transformed. That was when 2011. Was when uh, oh it was get clients now that's right because that taught me about doing creating a group coaching program and and listen to this everybody so at that time I made all of my money uh, most of my money I was doing a little bit of speaking for like colleges and maybe a company here or there but pretty minimal I made most of my money from private coaching one on one coaching so I I did you know business coaching life coaching sales coaching I would coach it kind of all in one it would be an individual that wanted had goals they wanted to accomplish, and I would, you know, we'd do a couple calls a month. And I read this book, Get Clients Now, and she had a chapter on group coaching. And the idea was that you could scale your impact and your income by going from one-on-one coaching, where you're only getting paid, you know, for the one client you're talking to, to a group coaching model where you could have 5, 10, 50, 100, 1,000 people all paying you a monthly fee, which would usually be less than, you know, you'd charge somebody for that one-on-one attention, of course, but they'd all pay you monthly fee, but you could scale your time, your income, and your impact. So, instead of impacting one person and earning, you know, the the fee for that, you could have a thousand people paying you or a hundred people paying you, And you're on a call and now you're impacting a hundred people. So you're impacting more people and your income is scalable. Now you're earning money from a hundred people. So I was, I think back then I was charging like $500 a month to coach somebody one-on-one And then I launched this group coaching program at $97 a month per person. And we started out with five people. So that basically meant I was earning the same $500 for the two calls that I was doing for the group. But within two months, we had seven, I grew it to 70 members. And so you do the math, $100 a month times 70 members. Now, those same two calls a month that in the past would have earned me $500 a month for one-on-one coaching... Now, with 70 members or clients at $100 a month, it was $7,000 a month. So, get this, not rocket science. I made a decision, it's the same decision that I'm inviting you and encouraging you to make right now, to choose one area of my life that I felt needed needed attention it needed I needed to make a change a transformation an upgrade in that area and for me back then, it was my income and in i don 't remember how much it grew in one month, but in two months, I added seven thousand dollars a month to my income by simply focusing on that one area and I focused my miracle morning on that one area. my affirmations were focused on increasing my income. My reading, obviously, I was reading books on increasing my income and managing the money that I made, right? My silence, I would often get myself and use my meditation to get myself in a state of confidence to be able to go out there and execute these new strategies that I was learning to grow my business. And eventually we ended up growing, you know, that I grew that, I say we, it was, I, I was, it was just me. I was a solopreneur, we ended up with, I think at the peak, we had 220 members in that program. So, you know, $22,000 a month, roughly, for again, I was still just doing two calls a month. I wasn't doing a lot of extra, you know, a lot of extra work. On the front end, I was to to get those clients and implementing what I learned in that Get Clients Now book. But ultimately, it was the point of all, me sharing that story is... That it was by me choosing the one area that I wanted to focus on, and I know for a lot of us, it, it may be income. For a lot of you, it may be income, right? Especially with what's going on right now in the world, in the economy, what's coming our way. You know what the pandemic has caused with a lot of businesses and entrepreneurs and people being laid off, right? That may be the most important focus. And you know, if you are an employee, you you work in a certain field and you got laid off. Well, maybe your focus is all right. This month, I'm going to focus all of my energy. I'm going to focus all of my savers to focus my miracle morning on getting rehired, right? Getting a new job, a better job and figuring it out. I know in, in uh, Texas, our governor just announced, right? That we have like 500,000 jobs right now available. So yeah, move moved to Texas. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, so, so there are jobs out there, right? And if you were laid off and you're worried, and obviously I can't speak to every industry. Industries are different. Like the event industry right now is you know, was hit pretty hard. They're having to pivot to try to figure out online events and so on and so forth. But the point is what you focus on expands. What one area you choose right now to improve will improve. It really can't not improve. If you put energy into improving an area of your life and you focus like a laser on that one area every day for 30 days and you use your miracle morning to focus on your inner world, on developing yourself, the mindset, the beliefs, the confidence that you need that when you go out into your day, then you can execute the clarity that you gain during the morning using the confidence that you generate during the morning to improve any area of your life. You really can't fail. You can only improve. It doesn't mean that things are going to go exactly as you want, but they're definitely going to go in the direction that you want. So I'm not going to go in too much depth on the Miracle Morning Mission 30-Day Challenge. You can either read the email that I sent last week, last Thursday, which was April 30th, I sent you an email with all the details, or I'd encourage you to go into the Miracle Morning Community Facebook group, which is where we're—you know—we have two hundred fifty-three thousand members in there, and that's where people are engaging and and posting their progress on their, you know, their challenge and so on and so forth. Now, so, step number one is you're going to choose your mission for May whether it's to be happier, to be healthier, exercising daily, increasing your income, growing your business, strengthening your relationship with blank, your spouse, your kids, your parents, your friends, improving an area of your life like your productivity, your discipline, your confidence, your motivation. Maybe you want to be more, maybe you're in a really good place right now. Maybe your business is good. Your income is good. Your marriage is good. Your health is good. And you are just, maybe your focus is going to be how can I help others? Right, how can I be more selfless? How can I serve how can i how can I impact other people right and that's a beautiful place to be at where you can look at your life and go, okay, I'm in a good place, but there's a lot of people that that aren't and that really could use some support, right So maybe that's the area that you choose or any other single area that feels right for you and remember anything that you want to improve on the outside begins with establishing and developing the mindset on the inside, the beliefs, the confidence, the clarity, all of that. And then you combine that, you combine the mindset with the behaviors, the actions, the habits, the rituals that will create meaningful improvements. So, step number one, choose your mission for May, that one area of your life that you really feel like needs to improve. You want to give it time, energy, and attention. Step number two, make a public commitment. So, if now, In the Miracle Morning community, we have, I think, as of this morning, there were over 900 comments on the post that I put up yesterday saying, hey, if you want to be part of the challenge, you know, let us know you're in. Bonus, let us know what your one area, what your mission is for May. And again, over 900 people as of this morning in less than 24 hours had already commented that they were in, they were excited. And then today I saw posts as well saying, hey, today was day one for me. Here's what I did. It's been great. So number two is make a public commitment. And if you're not on Facebook, Well, I will say this. A lot of people have told me that they don't like Facebook, but they do have an account just to engage in the Miracle Morning community. I'm not making that up. I've had a lot of people tell me that. I've even had people tell me that they set up fake accounts with fake names so their friends can't find them. Like, they don't want it. They don't want, like, high school friends from their high school class, like, coming out and and finding them. I don't know. So, they've said that they've actually even set up, like, fake names to engage in the community. So, I don't know if I endorse that or if that's legal, but, yeah, you know, whatever to make a public commitment. And if it's not in the Facebook community, that's fine. Like this is a very individual thing. You could do this completely on your own, or you could do it with a group of friends or colleagues or coworkers. Like once you go find that email, I mean, that's important. You have the instructions are very detailed instructions and examples and thought joggers for you. I sent the email and the subject line of that email was, let me see if I have it here. I don't. Uh, Oh, yeah, it was new 30-day challenge starts tomorrow. Sorry for the late notice. So that was the subject line of the email that I sent you on last Thursday, April 30th. The subject line, if you want to look for that email, is new 30-day challenge starts tomorrow. Sorry for the late notice. So I think it's important that you announce it. You make a public commitment to other people because it's one of the most effective and yet underutilized strategies to help you follow through to make your commitment public. It gives you accountability beyond yourself. And it also allows you to feel connected to your community, knowing that you're not alone, right? That there's other people doing this. And I encourage you, uh, well, we'll get to step four in a second, but step number three, clarify and affirm your mission. And this is where I'm not going to go through the details on this, but I gave you three steps in that email to write out a very logical, practical, results-oriented affirmation. So you clarify and then affirm your mission every single day. And then I also gave you my detailed affirmations that I wrote for my mission for May during this 30-day challenge. And finally, step four is post your progress. So post your progress online, social media, post your commitment in the beginning, post your progress along the way. How are you doing? And this was my encouragement in when you post your progress. If you have a bad day, if you sleep through the alarm clock and your mission was to wake up earlier, or if, you, if you, your mission was to run and you just didn't feel motivated and you didn't do it here's what I encourage you to do. And this is really, I think this is a valuable lesson for all of us. Be vulnerable, be open about your mistakes. So when you post your progress, yeah, share your wins. Like I did it today. I'm It's awesome. I'm, I'm awesome. I, I ran, I did this, I did that. But also if you mess up, don't hide. That's part of the reason that you publicly commit is so there's accountability and that you face the music when you don't follow through or if you if you have a setback. Be open about that. And what that does, two things. Number one, here's a lesson never let one bad day turn into two. And when we hide, when we don't, when we're not public about our missteps, our mistakes, when we're not public about it, we're not open about it, we're not vulnerable about it, then we hide. It allows us to hide. And when we hide, we usually feel some level of shame or guilt. And then one bad day turns into two turns into three, turns into, man, I remember a few months ago when I wanted to improve that area, but I never did it. I didn't follow through. I fell off one day and I never picked it back up. So, one of my personal rules is never let one bad day turn into two. And so, momentum is a real thing, right? So, a bad day creates a, a momentum in the wrong direction and it's really easy to fall off. So, in order to not do that, I would encourage you to recommit. So post your progress on social media, and again, whether it's in the Miracle Morning community or you just, you know, you do it in your own way. It could be be texting, you know, a little, an accountability partner, you know, a friend, a colleague, a spouse, whatever. Like, you can do this in your own way. I'm trying to create an environment, a safe environment in the Miracle Morning community where people can come and we're all like-minded and we're not judging each other and we're supporting each other, right? Like, I'm trying to create that, but at the same time, not require that. You know, you can do this completely on your own with no one else, right? If you don't want to make a public commitment because you know that your self accountability and follow through are bulletproof, well, kudos to you because mine aren't even necessarily bulletproof. I always leverage accountability in any way that I can. So, but again, this is whatever works for you. So, when you post your progress, though, I encourage you, when I say never let one bad day turn into two, say, hey, this morning I had a setback, I didn't follow through with my commitment you know, that I had committed to do for this mission for May. However, I'm giving you my word and I'm giving myself my word that tomorrow I will absolutely follow through. There is no other option. And, you know, and here's what I'm doing to make sure that I, I follow through. I set two alarms for tomorrow or, or whatever. So when you're posting your progress, don't just post your wins and successes and don't hide when you have a bad day or when you don't follow through. Recommit. Be open, be vulnerable, share your progress, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between, and, uh, and that gives other people permission that, oh, it's okay to, f- to, to make a mistake or to have a bad day, and then what do you do when that happens? You recommit so that one bad day never turns into two. So, I think that's it. If you want to improve any area of your life that you may currently be struggling with or simply want to make improvements in an area, I invite you to join this Miracle Morning Mission for May 30-day challenge. And it doesn't matter, again, the timing is arbitrary. You know, you can do a 23-day challenge or you can do a 30-day challenge from, if you start today, it's May 6th to June 6th. Or if you're listening to this and the year is 2027 and it's October 4th, like whatever, it doesn't matter, right, when you start. What matters is that you start. And that perfectionist mindset, where like, oh, I need to start on the first of the month, or, you know, that's just an illusion, right? It's just an illusion. The calendar is an illusion. Who made up that today's May 1st? I don't know. Some human beings a long time ago that made up the calendar. I could probably Google and find out who those people were, but, but it, uh, right? It's just, it's all perception and it's all an illusion. So, what matters is that you start today and that you don't wait. And then if you're feeling energized by today's podcast, if the idea of, you know what, I've definitely got an area of my life that I want to improve, probably more than one, but, but the one that stands out the most for you, commit to it, commit to it, follow these four steps. And again, go back to the email that was titled, New 30-Day Challenge Starts Tomorrow. Sorry for the late notice. That will give you detailed instructions on the challenge. I just kind of was went over different parts of it today. But for you to have the step-by-step instructions, they are in that email. They're also in the Miracle Morning Community Facebook group pinned at the top right now and in the announcements in case they're not pinned anymore. But yeah, I think that's it. And I'll be doing this with you. Again, this started out as me personally deciding that I want to focus on being the happiest and the most grateful that I've ever been, because that's an area of my life where things have, have fallen off a bit in the last year, and uh, I'm being open and vulnerable to admit that. Like, that's not—it's getting easier to admit because I've admitted it. I've already talked about it, but but it's still every time I say that I'm like, there's a little part of me that's like, oh, I feel kind of embarrassed to admit that I'm struggling in that area because that's always been the area that I've had never struggled and I've always. You know, for the most part, that's been my, my superpower is just seeing the good in everything and feeling happy and being so grateful. And so to struggle, you know, that's hard, but I'm committed. And by the way, I was on my run this morning and just using affirmations, think, like just feeling grateful and looking at nature. And I mean, it, what, what's crazy is again, it change takes time, but it doesn't take that long. It simply is it's more the degree of your commitment. To making that change and feeling present to the power that you have, that you can make that change. As soon as I shifted my mindset from the habitual thinking that I had gone down this rabbit hole of you know kind of focusing on the negative, which it was so so counter to the old me, if you will, I, I realized that and I go, I just got to focus again on the positive. There's so much to be grateful for, and our language by the way, how you talk to yourself, that inner dialogue, that's what chips away either side of the coin. It either chips away at your, your positive mindset, your confidence. You can chip it away by focusing on the negative, focusing on the things that are counter to you feeling the way that you want to feel. Or you can chip away at the negative by focusing on the positive, right? And so whatever it is for you, I'm a little bit of a tangent here. Let's try to wrap this thing up. All right, that's it. Miracle morning. Mission for May 30-Day Challenge, Uh, it starts today for you if you haven't already started. And if you have, great. If you haven't, go back and read that email from me about the new 30-Day Challenge starts tomorrow, and uh, let's make May the best month of our lives because there's no good reason not to. And I know that's that's a big promise to make. For many of us that are struggling, you might go, May is not the best month of my life. I'm I'm losing my house this month, or I'm this or that. Well, let's make May, when I say make it the best month of our lives, let's be the best we've ever been. Let's be the best we've ever been, even in the midst of what may not be the best circumstances. For some of us, they might be the worst circumstances, but but let me let me say this and let me say this really, really clearly. And I, I would love to close it out with this sentiment. Even in the midst of the most challenging circumstances in your life, you always have the choice to be the best that you've ever been. I'll say that again. Even in the midst of the most challenging circumstances of your life, you always have the choice to be the best that you've ever been. So, that is the context that I'm referring to when I say let's make this the best month of our lives. I just mean let's be the best that we've ever been. And by the way, when you are enduring challenging and difficult circumstances, that's when life needs you. That's when you need you. That's when your family needs you to be the best that you've ever been. When the circumstances are the worst, it's time for you to be your best. Goal achievers, I love you. I appreciate you. I'm excited to do this miracle morning 30 day challenge, Miracle Morning Mission for May 30 Day Challenge with you. And uh, I'll see you in the Facebook group. I'll see you next week. And uh, I love you. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Achieve Your Goals podcast and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and exclusive content from Hal Elrod, visit halelrod.com forward slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast.